Life in a Nutshell with Tammy and Leanne. Hello. Hi there. Nice to see you, Leanne. Nice to see you too, Tam. I feel like we always start it with something really, we're like, oh, hey. Hi. Like, it's been so long. (laughs) Where did you come from? (laughs) We're back. (laughs) We're back. Um, And today we are so excited. Okay, so I'm getting ahead of myself. We're excited about something, but you have to wait. Because first, we're going to give a little update on our mental health. Right. Because I feel like it's a good idea to keep you guys knowing that it's it, there's ups and downs. It's That's not right. just level. We're checking in with you guys about yeah. our mental health. So how's it going today, Tom? <laughs> Let's do you first. Okay, well, I shared this with you, but I'll share it with everyone. I was We were at the therapist this morning. And um, I won't go into details because it wasn't my therapist. <laughs> Anyways, um, sometimes when you're at the therapist, the therapist looks over at you and says, have you read the book Anxious Parent, Anxious Child? And you immediately feel tons of shame knowing that it's your fault that your child, which it's not, but essentially what happens to you is you go, it's my fault that my child has anxiety or whatever it is, right? Right. Totally been there. Okay. Like the book is great. The title is shameful but the book is great so that's how my day's going I've I've recognizing that I have a very increased anxiety I am feeling kind of down and depressed and a bit more grumpy than usual and more tired and I think that we we discovered that one or two episodes ago <laughs> it might have been in episode 12 this is episode 14 yeah yeah no, I think it was episode 11 started like that. Was it 11? Yeah, the first yeah. One? Okay. Leanne diagnosed me in that episode. So you <laughs> I did not diagnose. No, no, no. I do not have a medical degree. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Back that one up. So you can just pause this one and go back, <laughs> listen to that, and pop back on. <laughs> so Tammy's feeling some mental health distress lately. I'm, I'm okay. Okay. Yeah, you're still doing what you do, but you need to like take do some water, extra little extra self care. So, what did I do? I went to the doctor today. Made an appointment. I have. I'm adjusting my meds. I am um, getting out and walking every day. I'm doing my Calm app meditation. Very good. I'm doing what I can, and I'm going to bed at night, and I'm reading before I go to bed, and I'm, you know, I'm doing the best I can. That's good. And yeah. we all are. And, and you guys all are out there too, and I'm sure. you are too. And that's kind of where I'm at. So I'm kind of on a... Come see, come saw. Yeah, that's a good yeah. way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Your turn. My turn. Hmm. Well, I... Uh, yeah, for me, I guess I'm doing better than I was a few months ago. Since I'm glad we weren't doing the check-ins a few months ago. Because <laughs> it would not have been as good. Um, I had to up my meds... It was uh, prior to Christmas because I was having a bit of a struggle then. Uh, things were you know, a bit difficult for me for various reasons things were going on. And sometimes you just have to recognize that you're doing the best you can and you just need a little extra help. So I had to do some med adjustments. So things are getting a bit better for me. A lot of self-care. Um, I'm exercising a lot, which for me, uh, helps me a lot. Um, so I'm feeling really good about that. 
actually today is a day um, where I booked nothing in, which was really great for me. So I'm kind of taking the day, sort of whatever comes. I did, um, I walked my dog, which is helping. Like you said, I'm doing a lot of, um, I'm getting more sun, which is a big thing for me because I suffer from seasonal affective disorder. So I use my light, but it's nice if I can actually get outside and get the sunlight, which these warmer uh, temperatures are helping me a lot. And yeah, so I'm getting out a bit more, I'm socializing a bit more and feeling more upbeat, which tends for me, again, this is seasonal, I tend to start to get on the upswing when this time of year hits. It's January, it's so funny because it's January 31st, but it feels like spring. Yeah, so I mean, warm but I, this always happens to me. I'm yeah. like, I actually start mid-August, things start to hit a down for me, which is interesting. It used to be like, it used to be mid-September, mm. but it started to back up as I've gotten older. So it's like mid-August and then it's a struggle usually till up towards the end of January, sometimes middle of February, depending on the weather. Wow. So yeah, it's the fall is like the worst time of year for me. So I'm getting into like the better time for me. So I feel like that's good that they have good fashion in fall because that like, that's helps you to, like fall. <laughs> you know what? I that is honestly true. No, I'm like thank goodness for sweaters and joking. boots and like because that. Well, and I used goodness. to be in the fashion industry, right? And I was like. You know, that was the one saving grace that I was like, if I have to live here, at least we can have some like nice things to yeah. like wear and nice fabrics mm -hmm. and textures. And That's called self-medicated through shopping, <laughs> self-medicating through shopping. Shopping. Retail therapy is Retail actually therapy. what it's called. Oh, thank you. I was like, what yeah, is Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, there's like, there's lots of good, there's some things that are, you know, making me a bit anxious right now, but I, um... There's things that I put in place to help me with that too. So I've got yeah. a lot of stuff. I've got some, I've got years of practice of this on coping and support. tools and yeah. support and all the things. Yeah. That was a big question today too, actually at the appointment was what are some just helping. I think sometimes when you, when you struggle with your mental health and then someone says you need, you know, put tools in place or put, put the systems. I'm like, like what? Like, can you just give me an example? And then once they start sharing that with me, I'm like, oh, okay, I can do that. You know, yeah. it's just sometimes you just really need more clarity as a person who suffers. Yeah. Just really, I'm a child, like just write it out for me like a child. Just tell me exactly what. And there's sometimes there's, you're already doing things that you didn't yes. realize, you didn't but realize. if you took them away, you yes. wouldn't notice. That's what I find. If I stop doing something, all of a sudden I'm like, huh, like I'm not feeling so well. What's, what's huh. changed? And then I'm like, right, I'm not doing this and this and this. That's a whatever. good question too for me to ask myself right now. Not yeah. right now, right. like after the podcast. <laughs> right, but that sometimes you may want to do a check-in with yourself and say, okay, so maybe what have I, what I have, what am I not doing instead of what am I doing? Yeah. Right? Sometimes it's those things you're- Interesting. You've decided mm. that, oh, I don't need to do this anymore or I'm- I don't have the time, but those are the things that are actually going to make a difference. So good. So now <laughs> we can move on to what so we wanted to on this podcast. Talk so about. informative. Okay. So can you share though, a little bit about the event coming up? Yes. So we are super excited. We are doing our third annual, um, mental health wellness, uh, weekend called shattering the darkness. 
um, of which we are the founders and Tammy and I are the conveners or facilitators. <laughs> conveners is our new word. So this we're just going to be the, word, yes. we're going to say conveners for everything now. Yeah. That's the like cool new word to say. Um, super excited about it. And um, the theme this year is no limits because that's how we feel um, regarding mental health, that there are no limits to what you can accomplish with your um, mental health. And so this year we're super excited. We have um, a guest uh, speaker on the Friday evening, yes. um, Candace Fox. Um, and what is yeah. her, like, well, she actually, where, where I heard about her was through the Naked Fox blog. Right. I now I know she that. has a lot of other things going on right now, big things happening in her career. Um, but we'll be featuring her on our Instagram and on Facebook too. So you can find out a bit more about her, but she's hilarious and she's very honest, very raw, very real. And I just was so inspired hearing her speak a few years ago or maybe a year and a bit ago. And I thought I really, if we really, sometime I want her to be involved in Shattering. So I'm so excited that she's involved. Yeah. And super then excited. Kara Taylor. Yes. Is our a mental health educator. And she is our keynote. This year. Saturday. So we are really excited about that. Mm -hmm. So we have, it's going to be a bit different than our last couple years. Um, it's always good to have like new, yeah. fresh. Um... Well, and we have a lot of return. So we yeah, have like we an do. alumni with yeah. our shattering. And when people come back, we definitely want them to be getting different information. So although all the information we're, we've been giving in education is, is amazing. And, the, amazing. and our presenters have always been. Always. And Janelle Dodd is, is going to be doing yes, our. Some breakout yoga therapy that's right. session. So some getting connection, body, mind connection. You know, similar to stuff Sonal would do. Yeah. Sonal Kavia, who we love too. And we've had Dr. Alana Hold as our keynote twice now. And she's amazing. Love her. And I can't wait to do more things with them and bigger things with everyone. And you know me. Dream, dream, dream. Of course. Yeah. So we, yeah. yeah, we're going to continue to work with all the these people mm -hmm. that have been involved. We just, yeah. like we said, we, we tend to have people because they love um, the our, our weekend so yeah. much. We do have return people. So we wanted to present have different presenters mm -hmm. this year so tickets are open right now if you are someone yep. from this area or the province or you want to come here for it it's it's like no other in terms of it's such a small group and the way we do it is very much sharing stories sharing life uh very vulnerable very open very it is an amazing an amazing, amazing weekend time. If you, um, we will be sharing some testimonials from people who have mm -hmm. uh, past attendees and yeah. they will tell you, we will share that up on, um, Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you can see some, get some feedback as yeah. to how they felt about the weekend. Um, our main goal, I guess, is education mm -hmm. and connection. Mm -hmm. Uh, like Tammy said, through, uh, uh, sharing personal experiences, um, so I guess that brings us to, um, our sort of our next topic, right. which is something that may be, again, we like to be a little bit controversial. Uh, well, I guess we'd like to have real. discussions. We just, like to, we just like to, and you know just what? Like to say it how it is. And we, and we want to, again, we want to open conversations and dialogues. Yes. So we want to talk about things that, um, really make you think and we want to ha express have people express opinions so the it's been so it was mental health 
the 29th was uh, Let's Bell, Talk, Let's Talk. Bell, Let's Talk right. Day. So it was interesting because um, I shared a post about it and I think it's a really great. Anything that promotes talking about mm -hmm. mental health, I'm totally for. Um, but it was interesting. I read a lot of comments and there was um, some very valid comments regarding um, mental health and the sort of some of the lack of. So Tammy's going to read the post. I think you're going to read the post from yeah, Kara Taylor, Taylor who is going to be our keynote. Mm -hmm. And so this is what she wrote in regards to the um, Bell Let's Talk yeah. Day, right? And just... I, she posted this, I believe, either on Bell Let's Talk Day or the next day, yeah, two days ago, so that's right. And I read it and I was like, yeah, this I needed, this is what I want to read. I want to ask some hard questions. And Kara's so educated and so brilliant. And she thinks about people on so many levels. Like, right. She seems to be able to think about all these things that, for me, I just... I can't dig that deep necessarily as, as deep as she can dig. And I think for her, she's exposed to a lot in her work that she has a lot of situations come up that have taught her that these are needs that are not being addressed. So what she wrote was, let's talk. Oh, it was, it was sorry. I'm just starting again. Let's talk. Yes, let's. Let's talk about how inaccessible counseling services are for most people. Let's talk about the people who come to the ER in immense psychological distress only to be turned away. Let's talk about how overburdened and under-resourced public mental health services are. Let's talk about burnout, compassion fatigue, and vicarious trauma in mental health professionals because their health, mental health matters too. Let's talk about how so many of us continue to be so uninformed and uncomfortable in helping someone with their mental health. Let's talk about people who live with schizophrenia and how we continue to ostracize and condemn them. Let's talk to people who experience suicidal thoughts, self-harm, addiction, psychosis, eating disorders, depression, anxiety, OCD, trauma, PTSD, borderline personality disorder, etc. Yes, we've made progress, but there is so much more to talk about. I just... So I guess that's why we want to talk, right? <laughs> this is why we hold our weekend because I agree, there is so much more to talk about. And the shattering the darkness is a safe place where we have. You, you can ask these questions. Yeah. You can have the hard conversations. There is no judgment. It is an intimate setting. We keep our numbers very low. Um, we it is a Friday evening and most of the Saturday mm -hmm. um, you must attend the Friday evening to come to the Saturday yeah because for the safety and intimacy yeah something breaks open in a good way on Friday night yeah and and to not experience that what that what happens then on Saturday is is people have all grown and bonded in, and in shared their in a crazy experiences way, two hours. yeah and then and then any new person to come into that Saturday, it, it can create some discomfort or some hesitancy. Would that be a good yep. word? To share because, because all of a sudden there's a new person introduced and you're not sure of who they are. And I think um, we've learned that through doing it, that yep. we're going to be very strict about this. Boundaries. Yeah. We have some boundaries. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, it's really important because what we're talking about is something that is can be very difficult for people to share. It can be um, stressful. It can cause anxiety for some people, others. Um, it may be the first time they've ever shared about their experiences. For some people, it may be the first time they've heard about some of these experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, so it, but this is such um, a place that people can learn. And there is, it's just, I can't even describe it, the experience. It's just so amazing. We, you know, no question is off limits. And the people who come who have lived experience with mental illness share very openly. And people come who don't have never dealt with it. And that's what I'm talking about. You have such a different, you have have such a wide range. It's someone, they're supporting someone who may have it. They're not even sure. And someone, and then there'll be people who come who've never shared, but have struggled their whole lives. And then people who've had lots of treatment. So being, having, bringing a group of people together like that really allows you to see inside a person in a way you haven't before. And through hearing their stories, you just feel like, it, it's what you're talking about with the division. It's not us and them. It's just all of us. Together. Yeah, and that's what I wrote on my post um, for the, the Let's Talk Day um, is that we have to get away from this. There is no us and them. We all have mental health. So mm-hmm. we have to get away from thinking of that. So it, we just it's just like physical health. Mm-hmm. We have mental health, and that is something that we all share. It's interesting. My, I know with my dad, I bring him up a lot and because I've struggled with mental illness since I was little and probably seven. And I would always share with my dad and he would always not really react, but have something to say to help me. But, you know, very much relatable. Like, oh, you know, when this happened to me, I, you know, I remember when I was 18 and I was like, the sickest and he's like just go take a dale carnegie carnegie that's right if you take a dale carnegie course you'll be fine and i and not like disregarding but saying that worked because that worked that's what worked for him right but it was lovely because he was sharing that yes he has struggled too right even though he didn't um label it in any way yeah he wasn't feeling well heart you know all these different things going on in his life um and then he and that was the year i was born that he was going through all this and then he took the Dale Carnegie course and then everything changed. And I'm like, that's awesome that that's what he needed to do and that that helped him and that that set him up for success. Great. You know, I was a bit past, I was a bit farther gone. <laughs> than that Dale Carnegie course. Yes. I think had I not been so far gone, it might've been a great thing. Right. You know, now would be a great time to take it. Right. They still offer it, Leanne. It's, they do. Yeah, it's a really great course. I think I actually <laughs> attempted, tried, thought of taking that yes, course. You, I think everyone has yes. at some point, right? Yeah. We've all thought we should take the Dale Carnegie but course. I guess my my point is, do I, do I have a point? But like when I when I shared that with him, he would always listen, validate, offer. So he was always like, listen, hear me, validate my feelings, and then offer something. But you know, if it didn't work, it didn't work. But. Um, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why I share that. Yeah, it was I'll just that the fact that you actually had someone who was willing to listen. I think that's yeah. the biggest piece. And so what we offer is <laughs> a place where... And the interesting thing, too, that I find... Because I was the guest speaker last year, so I shared my story. And it was interesting because the people had like a lot of like questions about what living with bipolar was like. And 
just my experiences. And I think people just, you know, they just want to understand. And I and, agree. And this was an opportunity for them to talk to someone who had lived with, well, it's 20, whatever, how many years I was diagnosed when I was 25. It's almost 24 years now that I have been living well I mean obviously I had the illness prior but was undiagnosed so it's just an opportunity for you to have you know these people with lived experience you have people who have um the background with the education that mm -hmm. you can ask questions yeah so it's just yeah. such a great um, place to connect. You can talk with the other attendees yeah. and oh, they get very bonded, they bonded, really bonded right? And it, it's just, yeah. I mean, something special really happens on this weekend. Um, where, you know, I learn something new every year I learned, and I'm always so surprised. I really, I really found that fascinating. The, the thing that really hit me the first time was hope. Nothing. It's never hopeless. That's right. No situation is hopeless. And I think this time what I learned, what I learned was that I really should see a psychiatrist to get an actual proper, um, diagnosis. diagnosis. So interesting point, just talking about, um, the healthcare system and being not having enough support and it's for 13 to 14 months to get in to see someone. Yep. I got my thing put in today. Um, so I'm okay. I can handle that, but that is ridiculous I was gonna say crazy but that's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> if you really need someone now and I said to my doctor I said like the only way to get in sooner is if you have like a psychotic break yes that's not okay and then also th I think about the people who work at the hospital nurses doctors I think about the hours they work the shift work that affects their mental health of course so they're supposed to be helping people but but they're working unhealthy hours for their mental health and people who are in the Dubai center and they're working with in the same areas day after day after day, that's going to affect their mental health. Like we, we can't be exposing ourselves to situations that continually hurt our mental health and expect us to be able to help people. Well, and there's not just those people. I know um, people who work within like the penitentiaries. Oh, yeah. Work within, you mm -hmm. know, there are so Service. many areas that are exposed to people who have mental health issues, who are within working with people who are violent, mm -hmm. working with, I mean, there's so, so many of those providers that have constant trauma, like are exposed to trauma continuously. That just, I, I, that is, I don't know how they mentally can deal with that. I know that a lot of them can't. I know. I, I, know. I, I have, I have had the opportunity sure. to yeah. speak with some of them yes, me too. and yeah. they, it is not sustainable and that is, and we do not yes. provide enough support. And often it's too late by the time, not that it's ever too late, but so many things have happened. They're not able to process each one individually because if you think, if you think you're an ambulance, you get called out on 911 that, how many times in a day in a week in a month there's how can you possibly have enough time to work through all the, that trauma in your body mental trauma and physical trauma what that does to you how can you possibly have enough time it's impossible there isn't enough time for all the all the help you need there's no way people in those industries what are what are they called like police 
ambulance like what what's that called it's not service it's like well they're the like the like healthcare like human services i think i guess i'm yeah. not sure exactly like there's the, like a but there's i think there's a lot of ptsd that happens in all of a those. lot of those areas and i yeah. don't think that it's i think there's a lot of shame in those areas as well oh i am sure i don't know mm -hmm. how you deal with repeated exposure to yeah. trauma that is that is definitely outside the shattering the darkness well that's outside of our scope yeah. of but like... just talking about it and recognizing i think us recognizing how traumatic that would be for those people and then when we see them and when we're interacting with them understanding that in the way that we communicate with them and respect and i don't know just some kind of empathy towards that i think if we extended it if we extended empathy towards everyone we interact with in general oh sure i think that would make a world of difference i mean i think about you know addictions counselors i mean you could extend there are so many people who deal with traumatized people and situations daily that i can't imagine how difficult it must be because i you know i know what it's like to be on the receiving end of dealing with very traumatic situations. And I also know that my family has had to deal with mm -hmm. being on the end of having to deal with someone who is mm -hmm. in crisis. So mm -hmm. it is, you know, if we could all just extend uh, empathy, empathy and, grace. and grace and talk about it. Yeah. And talk about it and listen and say that, you know, that's one thing you do for me whenever I have a situation with Leah and she's always like, that must be really hard. And I've noticed even if one, like one time you kind of like started to talk and then you were like, it was on the podcast. You started to say, to share something educational for our public. And then you were like, wait, valid. And then you were like, that must be, that must feel, be really hard for you. And I was like, oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> pausing the podcast for validation again and empathy <laughs> if only everyone had a, a therapy podcast that they could talk on <laughs> maybe that's why there's so many podcasts out there everybody's yeah, like 100 <laughs> percent. that is what podcasting is essentially <laughs> it's external processing right okay? we're all just like hi, we're just having our own therapy sessions and now we're putting them out there. Like it doesn't matter if anyone listens because it's so beneficial for us to do them that it don't even listen. Whatever. Okay. Oh, here we go again. We always end up somehow at this position towards the end. This is like when you know you have to end the podcast. Because we are always at like this point. If you can just listen to the end, they'll have a big giggle fit. <laughs> Make it's it always line. at the end. We, yeah. It's always full circle. We always come. It's like, it's honestly, this is not scripted, but you'd think it yeah, was the way we always end. Definitely not Although scripted. you probably can tell it's not. Yeah, I think they know that. Have you figured that out yet? We everyone? have no field notes or anything. <laughs> oh, our producer. What is, what is oh, yeah, the, oh, our, my favorite Gelman. murder? Oh, my right. favorite Did murder. Producer? Yeah, yeah. It's like, is it Steve? Isn't it Steve? Their guy? <gasps> They have someone. I know. I want to be like that. I know. If anyone wants to pick us up as a podcast, not for a date, we're available. 
advertisers, you know, anyone who'd like, like, yeah, where you can promote us, whatever. We're, we're there. We're available. I don't know. I was listening to our last few podcasts and I was like, whoa, girl, we're so I know good. she keeps telling me how good we are. <laughs> I personally do not listen to our podcast. I feel really freaked out by hearing my own oh. voice. And that's exactly like my favorite murder girls. One of them always listens. The other one never does. I think. Yeah, but so... I'm the like egotist. Is that what it would be? Like I'm like the egotistical <laughs> one. I'm like the one who's like loves the sound of my own voice. Narcissistic. Narcissistic. I'm a seven on the Enneagram. We're very narcissistic. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, accepted it. Acceptance is key. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we talked about chattering. We bragged about our speakers. So that's good. Yes. Kara, Candace, and we would Janelle. love to see you attend. We would really love to And we've attend. already begun selling tickets, so... And you would love to attend. That's yeah. the thing. You, if you're listening to this, you would you love would... to attend. Shattering is your thing. Yes. You should come. You should. So okay. get it, get your tickets because they are very limited and we've already, I know we've already, we've already started, sold. Yeah. yeah, we've already yeah. started to sell tickets. So, and so. there is an early bird price open now until... March 1st. Wonderful. Yeah. And it's April 3rd and 4th. So if you can, grab a ticket. We'd love to see you. We'll see you there. Okay. Talk soon. Hey, all you nuts out there. Don't lock yourself up in that shell. Crack it open.